Good morning, guys. It's Colleen Hunt from Gluten-Free Gold, based in the Lake of Panama. And it is December 9th, the day after the Panama Mother's Day, which is a government holiday here. And uh, the majority of the stores are closed. Uh, also... Also, if your mother is still alive, no matter what it takes, everyone comes home to see their mother. It's a day that the Panama government apparently has been trying to change, saying they would like to put it on, uh, say, the uh, first or second weekend of December. And the mothers say, don't touch it. It's December 8th, period. And... Yesterday I had the Tuesday market downtown Boquete and it was a good it was a good market. It was nice to see people out. It was the first day that it was so close to normalcy except for the masks and the face shields. But it was so so close to normal. And it was nice to see faces that I hadn't seen in a while. I saw people that have just come in town. I've seen people that have been in town for a while, and it was their first or second time that they've ventured out since we were closed down in March. They ventured out for groceries and stuff, but like for uh, an outing that isn't for the necessities. And my boyfriend and I... We went down to Price Mart, which is the uh, Panamanian equivalent of Costco. It, it, it has the same brands. Yes, I forgot to say, we got the car, my car, finally running. And uh, his was, was totaled, so he has to wait for the insurance. But So we were, were on our drive to Price Mart, which is, I think, 20... 25 minutes south of here. It's along the the highway, the main highway, and I, I'm going along and and I'm looking because I'm not driving and I'm looking at the at the houses that we're passing. And the government ha has asked people to to social distance, and I'm not sure if it's uh, groups of five or ten. The the rigidity of the laws or rules for the for the pandemic are a little bit more than they are in the United States or Canada or I'm not sure about now but it's every store has a disinfectant mat you have to go through you can't go into the store without getting your temperature you have to alcohol your hands they have sanitizer throughout the the stores for you to use while you're shopping and you always have to have a mask on so while we were driving down to price mart i was noticing that all these homes had when you drive back and forth week after week for years you know which houses have how many vehicles usually in it and everybody had family 
everybody there were groups of people sitting out in the backyard or in the side yard uh, groups of guys sitting around without mass drinking and uh, families you know there was families from all over the pro all over the province or all over the country visiting each other and I'm going we are going to be in so much trouble in the next two weeks. We had, uh, our numbers have gone, we were doing really good for a while, uh, and then they lifted the quarantine, and they uh, have uh, eat-in for restaurants now, instead of just pick up, and uh, the numbers are going up. The deaths are, are going up. And I think uh, from the rumors I've heard from the last month and from what I've seen of what it was like yesterday, I'm pretty sure they're going to close us down by the end of December. And when I say close us down, I'm not saying uh, people are told to just go out when you need the basic necessities. I'm talking closed down. You can leave your house for two hours at a time by yourself two to three times a week and only go for groceries or the pharmacy. No socializing, no walking, no going outside of your yard, no walking your dog, no nada, nothing. You have those four hours to get your stuff and... A lot of people don't have cars, so they have to try and do it the four hours with a bus. Which is next to impossible. That's why I was so happy that the car was fixed. But anyways. So, I'm hoping that's not the case because uh, my, my uh, gluten-free baking business is just starting to, to be like it was during uh, off-season. And there's more people coming and more people that saying they've missed us because they haven't ordered from us or bought from us since last March. So um, when that happens, when it quarantines, then that means supplies are, are really hard to get. And... Um, with supplies being really hard to get, I have to experiment a lot with my baking. Experiment in the way of uh, the flowers that I use and the combination of flowers that I use. Luckily for me, I've been baking for, I think it's nine years now, gluten-free. So I'm able to make a half-assed decision on on what the correct combination of flowers should be. And I've been really lucky. Uh, there was one batch I think I've, I wasn't happy with. And mom said, so what? If you're not going to sell it, we'll keep it and, and use it for toast, which, which is fine. But I have really high, high quality standards. So, but now I'm at the point of, of trying, uh, to find the ingredients I need for baking. And another thing I have to look for in the next two weeks is packaging because we have uh, 
throughout last last this past year, the quarantine, we've had a lot of past customers uh, contact us for birthday cakes. And with the stores closed that are selling the packaging, you have to have the packaging on hand. So I think I'm going to buy a few more containers. I have the boxes and the ingredients. But it's also when things are just starting, here you are. Christmas is coming. Uh, maybe the country isn't going to be uh, closing. And if so, how many supplies, how much do you stock up for for supplies for baking or stock up for quarantine? Because it's totally different. It's not going to do us any good having uh, 50 pounds of flour in, the, in my storage cabinet if I'm not selling. If you understand. But it would definitely help if we had 20 or 30 pounds of chicken or uh, extra jars of peanut butter and oil and, and packages of cheese or whatever if we're quarantined. So anyways, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going back and forth on what the right thing is to do. And I also have the ability to see that we are far better off than a lot of people. We got through this year. Quarantine will get through another year. Um, I think it's uh, in the next week or so, uh, we are building a greenhouse. Yeah, you would ask why you need a greenhouse if you're living in Panama. The greenhouse is to protect the plants. I've been trying, and I've had great success starting my tomatoes and cucumbers and what have you plants. But unfortunately, the rainy season affects them an awful lot. And they get a powdery, dusty mildew. And I have a bunch of organic methods to get rid of it. But the plants just just can't take the amount of rain. It's not that it rains a long time. It's the amount of rain it, that comes down in the amount of time that just kills. And there's parts of the house that the flower beds have no water whatsoever because of the eaves or they're just drenched and they're like a swamp. So we're doing the greenhouse for uh, the tomatoes and the cucumbers because we're not sure how long the quarantine is for. And when this quarantine started last year, we were able to have enough tomatoes and cucumbers. And I think there was something else that we were growing that was just fine for our, our daily needs. I don't know if it's one less thing that you have to go get during uh, your two-hour window. That's great. That's really great. Unfortunately, for the people that do the quarantine, also, we've had in the highland region of uh, Cherokee province here, the last couple months, the storms that have, have uh, come near us, Ida, I think it is, I forget what the other one was, had dumped a crap load of rain 
which caused mudslides, which destroyed people's farms, destroyed uh, homes, uh, bridges, roads. Uh, and the northern part of Cherokee province here in Panama is the breadbasket for the rest of the country. They grow the majority of the produce for the rest of the country. So when they're affected, everyone's affected. It, it normally is that way, but more so as far as food-wise for everybody. The, the soil was washed away before the uh, ground vegetables were ready to be picked. So there were fields of potatoes that were just sitting there. Um, yeah. But the nice thing about living here is that everybody doesn't wait for the government to help. They uh, pull up their bootstraps. Uh, they look in their closets for clothing, bedding, articles for homes, food. Everybody, er everything's tight for everybody, but everybody go. Everybody knows that other people have it worse. So they're willing to do without some stuff so people can have some stuff. It, it was amazing how many of the towns in two or three days uh, gathered, bagged, sorted through donations and then uh, traveled up to the mountain area to get it delivered so it can get distributed to people. Bed mats. People were lost their homes and they were sleeping in covered recreational areas. So if you think you're having it bad, there's, there's guarantee there's more people having it worse. But yeah, that's my, that's my insight to the next two weeks. I think they're, uh, from what I read, Panama is second to the states in uh, North America to be, nor North and Central America, to be testing people for COVID. So they're, they're on top of it. And they, they've been stringent about it. And, and it shows, but I, I think people are just tired tired of uh, being cautious, tired of not seeing family. This is a very family-oriented country, and to be told that you're not able to is, is, is really hard on people. So I will try and pop you a couple more messages in the next couple weeks. Uh, it's Almond Roca week. Almond Roca short bread and if I can find a small package of candy canes, candy cane uh, cupcakes uh, those were the requests for the week so you guys take care, Colleen Hunt from Gluten Free Gold, based in Delega, Panama <laughs>